0: Hello, my name is Ashley Peterson. I'm the social media editor for The Uproar and you're listening to Uproar Radio on 88.5 FM WCUG. And today I have the pleasure of having the Collegiate 100 president with us in our digital studio, um, Stefan Lester. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing good, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me in this opportunity.
0: No problem. And so I wanted to have you on today, just like give us a bit of background about yourself but also about Collegiate 100. Um, I think it's a huge uh, organization organization on campus, but I think there's also a possibility people may not know everything about it. Uh, So do you want to just give us a little bit of background about what Collegiate 100 is?
1: Yes. So um, I think one of the biggest questions I get about C100 is where do we get the 100 from? Like, do we have 100 members? Is it $100 to get in? Um, And ironically, C100 or Collegiate 100, C100 for short, um, is we are a mentee organization of the 100 Black Men of America. So the 100 Black Men of America um, is an organization um, that started, I want to say back in the 70s. I'm not 100% sure, um, but it started up in New York um, and it's just basically... Um, They have different chapters all around the nation, all around the world. Um, And it's just black men in these prominent uh, communities and cities. They work together um, to kind of work with this next generation and being the change that we want to see, essentially. So they started the Collegiate 100 just to kind of reach out to the college students, um, understanding that, you know, with the 100 black men, these are men with full time jobs. so They can't be as active as they want to be. So they started the Collegiate 100. um, And I don't know. When exactly the Collegiate 100 was started, um, but yeah, here we are now, and so the 100 comes from we have a hundred different chapters um, around the world. So um, 98 in America, and then we have one in Turks and Caicos, and then one in Great Britain. Uh, and so yeah, I I just found that out like a year ago when I went to the first uh, convention. I thought it was awesome, um, but yeah, we specialize in economic empowerment, health and wellness, education, and mentorship. Those are our four pillars, um, and yeah, you know, we've been here at Columbus State for, I want to say, about 10 years. We're actually celebrating 10 years this spring, which I can kind of go into later on in the show. Um, but, yeah, I've been a part of the Collegiate 100 since my freshman semester. So back in fall of 2018, um, and we're, you know, still growing. Uh, I'm thankful for the compliment, of course, you calling us one of the biggest R- RSOs on the campus. Um, but I think the, the biggest thing about C100 is we just want to make change, you know, um, and, you don't have to be a Black man to be a part of the organization. You know, we're open to all races, of course. Um, but if you want to be the change you you want to see in the community, definitely see 100. is the way to go.
0: Awesome. That's a lot of really great context, too, because I feel like, yeah, it is a huge question about, you know, what is the 100? Where does that come from, which is also a good conversation starter if you're trying to educate people about it. Definitely. and. I'd also like to know, you know, you said you came to it in your freshman year. How did you end up getting to where you are now as president? You know, what kind of led to that?
1: (laughs) Honestly, um, I remember I had no intentions of joining C100 when I first got to CSU. Um, I was just ready to be in college and out of my mother's house. Um, And I just remember orientation. This is, of course, before COVID. um, And one of the guys walked up to me and they were like, Soldier Boy Drake. This was the during the time where, you know, Soldier Boy had the big meme with Drake and all that. Um, and they were like, okay, if you, you know, name a Soldier Boy song. Long story short, they did like an icebreaker. And they were like, okay, cool, man, uh, come to our interest meeting. Um, so I did that. Um, and I was just trying to get involved on campus, you know, so I was, you know, just doing a lot of volunteer uh, opportunities, service hours. Um, and when you are involved in um, you're going to do these volunteers or you're, you're going to different events. The exec board, you know, we we take note of that. And so do other people on campus. Um, and so they kind of saw how active I was. Um, and man, this is, yeah. So I, I did that my freshman year. Coming into my sophomore year, um, you know, general body or exec board elections came around. Um, and what a lot of people don't know in C100, we went through a dry spell um, where, you know, we had a lot of guys that weren't active, um, you know, issue with like dues being paid. Um, we couldn't, you know, do our part of the bargain events. Um, and so we were in a bad situation. Um, and at one point it was really just a good eight of us um, that had to kind of make it work. Um, and so every time I look back, and this was not long ago, this was the spring of 2019. You know what I'm saying? So it was only eight of us. And we, the, the same eight, we decided to make everybody an executive board member because it was really all we had. Um, and, you know, we had a really great um, fall. Our fall was decent, but I think our best semester was last spring. And that's when I became president. Um, you know what I'm saying? But, and I tell the guys all the time, we, we had an interest meeting like last Sunday. Um, and I told them, you know, I'm the president, but it doesn't put me on no pedestal within the organization, literally, I'm I'm Stefan with or without, you know what I'm saying? The title. Um, and so I didn't want anybody to feel like they had to approach me a certain way. Cause it's kind of, you it's funny, you know, uh, when you're the president or something, you know, I walk around campus and people actually call me Prez. Like people don't even know my first name. They just know me as Prez. (laughs) Um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm all just for brotherhood, you know? Um, and this is one of those things where if you are willing, um, to kind of get your hands dirty a little bit um but do some work the organization will flourish and i tell people all the time you know um if you give 100 percent to c100 c100 will give 100 percent to you and i've seen brothers get jobs internships scholarships i just received a scholarship uh, from the 100 black men just because we're putting forth the effort so um, i'm thankful of course to have the position that i have but the organization wouldn't be anything um, without the rest of the exec board uh, and towards the end I'll make my, my shout outs but yeah I'm, I'm just a piece of the puzzle you know it takes all guys from the inductee chat to the general body to the exec board to make the, the train move for
0: sure and I appreciate that you mentioned that too I think uh, a lot of organizations might go through a spell like that I know the uproar did um, whenever I was editor-in-chief for a time stepped down this semester killing a senior um, but you know, sometimes it's the people who are just there and care about it enough to, you know, step into those roles and really raise it back up. So I think that's really interesting. And also humanizing to hear about how y'all kind of went through that, but I think have really come out of it, seemingly at least, a lot stronger, which is very interesting. Um, And so that's kind of a challenge that y'all may have gone through. Has there been any other challenges you faced as an organization, whether just in general or also like influenced by COVID-19?
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, And and, uh, you brought up a great point with you being a senior this year and you had to step down um that's the one thing this is why to watch college sports and it's a little bit off topic but i personally cannot watch college sports because you get all these good players from high school but in two to three years they're gone you know so you could have a really good football team and then everybody gets drafted and you're back at the bottom of the totem pole and so i feel like every rso every organization um will just experience that it's just because people come and people go um But, you know, one of the best things, best quotes I've heard is you can determine the true impact of a leader by the amount of other leaders they create, you know. So um, if I'm the leader now and I leave C100 and it plummets, that shows my legacy, you know, that shows um, how I was able to lead the organization. But if I can leave C100 and they're continue to go further and further and further, um, then I can walk away saying I actually did something. Uh, but with COVID, oh, my goodness. Um, like I said, spring was probably the best semester we've had um, within C100. And we had so many plans um, for things that we wanted to do in spring 20. Um, and what was so crazy, um, man? we, were, we had um, one of our big events, Midnight Basketball. Um, for the past couple of years, we've been able to sell out in the rec. And people And people in and in from Columbus State, from Columbus Tech, from the city. Everybody's coming out to Midnight Basketball just because it's a fun time. Um, we had a big event uh, named Women's Worth where we um, are treating our ladies. And that's all ladies across campus to this event. Uh, and it, I mean, it was Harlem Nights thing. So we had live music, food, poems, sing. I mean, the whole nine yards. Um uh, that we wanted to do, uh, we was going to do a pool party. I mean, it it was event after event after event that was really getting ready to kick off um, right after spring break. And I got the you know the message while I was at work, and they were like, you know, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna leave early. You know, you don't have to worry about coming back from spring break. You take another week. So everybody's excited, and then after that, you figure out, wow, we're in lockdown. Uh, and it's like, there's nothing we can do, you know? <laughs> um, and so you, you you have to deal with that. And we were still trying to plan as if COVID wouldn't be here in the fall. Um, and it was, unfortunately. So we weren't able to do as many things as, as we wanted to. You know, virtual events are a hit or a miss. You know, unfortunately, it's just the way it is. Um, and now here in the spring, we I told the guys, I said, listen, we're going to give it our best shot. You know, it would see wanting to bring as many people back home as possible, um, back on campus and more in-person classes and more in-person events. Um, I said, you know, we're going to hey, we're going to plan as if it's no COVID here. Um, and what I meant by that was, of course, we're going to keep COVID in our forefront. Um, but plan events, you know, um, like on February the 5th, um, we we had a. Um, Family Feud Night with collegiate women. Um, And so we have more events coming, like a Super Bowl party, just different things like that that are coming up. Uh, But, you know, we just got to make the most out of what we got, you know, and of course, having everybody wear their face mask. Um, But yeah, I think it's the main thing is really just adapting. Um, That's the biggest thing is just adapting in certain uh, situations, certain circumstances, um, because either we can stand on the sidelines and whine that COVID ruined our plans. or we can adapt and make the most of it because um, you only really get that true college experience once. You know, once we graduate, I don't want to have a whole bunch of regrets. So safely, we're going to try to have fun and and do events with the campus.
0: Right, and I know that has been a challenge for a lot of student organizations because these events are also how you recruit people all the time and, you know, tell them how they can be a part. and so with that in mind, how can the student body get involved with Collegiate 100 right now, either directly as members or just on the outside?
1: Yeah. Um, so we had our interest meeting on January 31st. Um, and I, one thing I've learned about C100 is we can have an interest meeting and guys will come out, um, but we'll start to get even more interested guys Um, as we actually hold events, you know, Um, especially when you're talking to freshmen, they're new to the campus. Um, And so if you weren't there at orientation and we hold an interest meeting, you really don't know what, you know, C100 is. Um, But after a while, once you start to see us on campus and seeing our different events, then you'd be like, oh, how do I get a part of this? I mean, I'm, you know, I get in the DMs all the time. Oh, I want to join, how do I, things like that. Uh, But I know collegiate, and I have to say this, Collegiate 100 as an organization is co-ed. Um, so I think that's the right term. But men and women can join um, Collegiate 100, you know what I'm saying, um, at other chapters. And then you have some chapters that are separate. Um, and for whatever, whatever reason they may be, like I said, we've been here for 10 years, so I'm not 100% sure why ours was separate. Um, but we also have our sister organization, who we love so much, Collegiate Women. Um, and, so, and they do a great job, honestly. They inspire us, you know, <laughs> Um, you know, we see them doing so well. And because it's almost like a sibling rivalry, you know, so when they're doing good. OK, hey, fellas, we got to we got to step it up. We can't let them outdo us. Um, But at all at all times, you know, whenever we get someone, um, a lady who's interested, we always tell them, oh, go look at collegiate women. They do the same thing for us. Um, but like I said, it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, it, we, we don't matter if you're ready to get your hands dirty, do some work, get back to the Tri-City area. Um, you're always welcome to join the Collegiate 100. Um, and then also, please feel free to come to the events. You know, we have a I'm telling you, we have a jam packed semester of events that we are going to throw on campus. Some are going to be virtual. Um, and I would tell people, put some pep in your step this semester, because, you know, with the 50 people limit, you can't come, you know, stradding in late and you see us having a great time, but you you didn't make the 50 count, you know? So definitely, uh, please feel free to come out. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always open, and if, if you miss the interest meeting, and you come to one of our events, you're still interested, you can still join the organization um, because I, yeah, I, I just think C100 is just a great... People ask, like, why should they join? And the common answer is, like, bro- brotherhood and stuff like that, but Honestly, I think just the exposure, the leadership opportunities that you gain from it, um, I think it's just awesome. Um, C100 has the history of having student leaders in um, the organization. Like a couple of years ago, the SGA president was a member of Collegiate 100. Um, I'm the SGA vice president of finance. The SGA vice president of Scholastic Affairs is, is in C100 as well um we have members of fraternities like i'm in alpha phi alpha we got kappa alpha psi phi beta sigma omega phi like we're c100 is honestly everywhere um and even though you know like especially with like the fraternities and stuff like that it's another like sibling rivalry type type deal um so when i see another guy and another one i'll mess with him a little bit but when it comes to c100 you just c100 brother you know and i'll show just the same amount of love to you um in, as I would anywhere else. So I think if you're ready to see yourself grow, because we're going to put you in those positions where you have to grow. Um, so if you're ready to really kind of mature um, and, and enhance your personal life while also meeting guys, getting that brotherhood, having a great time, Collegiate 100, Collegiate Women is definitely the way to go.
0: Do you have any examples of, you know, those opportunities to grow or things that would you know, make somebody grow in that way?
1: Yeah, so I think one of the best things is um, we have an open door op- a policy. Um, so like I said, I'm, I'm not on no pedestal because I'm the president. I'm just the guy that pushes the vision. That's, that's pretty much it. Um, and so one thing we always tell our guys is, um, you know, I had got a text message. I'm sorry, I got distracted. But one thing we tell our guys <laughs> um, is if you have an event that you want to do, drop it in the chat, let us know, you know what I'm saying? And the baby step way to kind of getting people out of their comfort zone um, is to teach them how to plan an an event, you know? And so if you're a leader on campus and things like that, you can do that second nature. That's pretty easy. But when you think about how you started to kind of come into that leadership role, planning events is the first thing. Um, And then on top of that, I think the main thing is the volunteer opportunities that we have. Um, So we do a lot of mentorship with um, the middle schools. Like I'm a middle grades education major. So I'm a little bit biased, so I make sure we're in the middle schools. (laughs) Um, But we also work with like um, Men About Change and the African-American Male Initiative to do a college student for a day. Uh, And I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Um, But the mentorship opportunities allow you to work with students. And one thing I've learned about students is once they see someone they can relate to, they latch on. You know, like literally last Wed—well, not last Wednesday, but on Wednesday we we go out to Baker Middle School and we we tutor. You know, and these are kids that are struggling with math, social studies, whatever. But seeing somebody close to their age that can understand their talk, um, that's not going to try to do no crazy TikTok challenges. Because when I was growing up, it was Lean with a Walk with it, Soldier Boy. I don't know what they're doing now. The Renegade. I I can't do it. But <laughs> um, just seeing somebody that they can relate to, they're more intrigued. And so now what these, these children do is they're looking up to you. And one thing I've learned is when you have someone looking up to you, you have to carry yourself in a certain way because you, and we don't even realize that students are or our kids are looking up to us um, unless they tell us or unless you really sit back and observe. But that's a big responsibility. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, Learning, okay, now I got to carry myself in a different way. Now, now I'm now participating in different events. Now the exec board is looking at me, so they're going to reach out to me about different leadership opportunities. Um, like I said, now I'm networking with other organizations, so now I want to join SAC, or now I want to join SGA, or Chi Alpha, or anything else. You know what I'm saying? Before you know it, now you are a figurehead on campus. You know, like I said, my, my journey to SGA or um, C-100, you know, working on these exec boards, it was not on the front, forefront of my mind when I first got to CSU. I was just ready to get away from home. Um, but it, over time, those opportunities presented itself. Um, and you always have to be open-minded uh, as well. Um, and you'll just it kind of just happens, you know, you'll learn some different tricks. One thing about CSU is they love retreats. So they'll put you in the different retreat, you know, um, leadership classes and team building exercises, and different things like that. Um, But yeah, it just it just kind of happens. But making yourself available, um, thinking outside of yourself and just ready, like I said, to get your hands dirty and get to work. um, You'll find yourself in just different. First off, taking on different leadership qualities and, of course, uh, being in those different opportunities as well.
0: Absolutely. And I appreciate you throwing out, you know, those specific examples and stuff, because I think that would be helpful for people to know what they'd be getting into and also the opportunities there as well. Did you have anything else that you wanted to, you know, you said you did have some shout outs, um, but anything else you wanted to share about Collegiate 100? Um,
1: Like I said, um, if you are not following the Collegiate 100 Instagram, please, 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 please go do that. We do follow back. Um, and if we don't follow back and you want us to follow back, DM us and we'll follow you back. <laughs> um, but follow us at collegiate, um, 100 CSU. Um, we'll be posting all of our events for the spring on there. Um, so you won't want to miss any of those. Um, but with the shout outs, um, I have, I have to, I'll be remorse. if I didn't give a shout out to my brother, Giovanni Thompson. Um, he, um, I'm like the face of C-100. So when they, people see C-100, they come to me. But he's the one that keeps, like I said, the train rolling. Um, and we always make jokes because we are probably some of the most clumsiest people you'll ever meet in the world. Like we are just silly, goofy. And we always look at each other like, how do we get into the positions that we are in now? Uh, But it's more like iron sharpens iron. He keeps me on on my toes. I keep him on uh, his toes. Um, And that's our secretary. Shout out to uh, Christian Haywood. We just call him Haywood. That's our vice president. Um, And he actually recently got engaged. But shout out to him um, because he he actually came from a different C100 chapter. Yeah, at Georgia Southern. Um and he kind of shared with us how they go about doing things. Um and it was a it allowed us to kind of tighten the grip on our organization. Um and so it's a real like we we want you in the organization, sure. But if you're not gonna carry your weight, I apologize to you. We gotta give you the boot, you know, um and if you if you decide to come back and you're ready to get started, all right, let's do it. We'll give you you know another chance. But um shout out to him. Shout out to Todd Scott. Uh he was the president or my well, I don't know if it's a predecessor, but he was, or a successor. I don't know. But he was a president before I, I was, when I was his vice president. Uh, and man, he, funny story, Taj was my uh, orientation leader. So he was one of the first people I saw when I got to Columbus State. Um, and just, you know, he's been able to kind of see me mature and grow to the person I am today. The advice he's given me, all the talks we've had. So shout out to him. Shout out to uh, Greg Hilliard. Um, that's two G's. That's another one one of our former presidents. He keeps me on my toes as well. Shout out to G, shout out to Kenny, Kobe, uh, my John, Laz, Rob, mm-hmm. trying to make sure I don't forget nobody, the entire exec board basically. Um, had to make sure y'all give them an individual shout out. And then, of course, to our general body, um, and to the new guys that are joining, shout out to our advisors. I'm making a lot of shout outs, but I just want to say I got everybody because, you know, I don't want nobody to tell me, like, oh, you forgot me. Um, Shout out to Collegiate Women. Um, Thank y'all for motivating us to be better. Um, I think that is a shout out to the 100 Black Men of Columbus chapter. Um, That's our parent organization um, that continues to look out for us, um, providing different opportunities for us. Yeah. Shout out to everybody. That's it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Just just shout out to everybody. I'm just, I'm excited to see um, what we can do this spring.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I'm sure everybody will appreciate those shout outs as well. (laughs) Um, And also just the information you've given today. I hope it helps give some more context to people and, you know, empower them to make a decision to join if they feel like it. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for joining us today, Stevon. And thank you for listening to Upward Radio on 88.5 FM WCUG. (laughs)
1: <laughs> awesome thank you thank you
0: no thank, thank you. you i really appreciate it i know the the outro i always kind of hold my breath because i'm like am i gonna do it all in one take um yeah. but no yeah. you
1: did. trust me i i know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know
0: oh but for real thank you so much i think that is going to be some great information and just like i learned a lot too so just thank you so much for joining us today
1: and like I said, um, yeah, for, make sure you follow the C one hundred page because um, women's work. Because we didn't get to do it last last spring, we are coming twice as hard this spring. Um, so it's gonna be a great event. We do. I was trying not to say that we had an event tonight because I know it won't be posted till later. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to be like be careful with that, but we do have an event tonight um, in the University Hall. Family Feud against Collegiate Women. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, tell anybody, everybody, you know, um, but like I said, thank you for it. Yeah. Thank you for this interview. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. Thank you, Matt, for recording us. Um, we're going to stick around and record some just other oh, stuff for the yeah. show. Um but yeah, thank you so much. I hope you have a good rest of your day. I appreciate you taking time to do this in your car as well.
1: Yes, no, it's all good. Y'all need to give me some water because I've been talking too much. But thank you. Go get it. Yeah, y'all enjoy yeah. y'all weekend. Um and I would definitely, I guess, see y'all around.
0: Thank you. You too. Have a good event. Uproar Radio was produced with the cooperation of the student staff of Cougar Radio and the CSU Department of Communication. Thank you to Department Chair Dr. Dana Gibson, WCUG Faculty Advisor Dr. Bruce Getz, and to Uproar Faculty Advisor Joe Miller. You can listen to this show and other shows on SoundCloud. Just look up our call letters, WCUG.